Hey there, you're likely listening to this episode because of the catchy title, and I'm so glad you're here. Don't worry, it's not clickbait. We did it. Almost one year ago, we paid off our house. And while I'm not a financial advisor, so you'll have to take this episode as just an opinion of mine, I would love to share a few things that we did that encouraged us and helped us move towards paying off our house early. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com, plus you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In Podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. If you know me and my husband at all, you know we've been on a journey to become debt-free since we got engaged. I even talk a little about this in episode 5 where I share about how I paid off $36,000 of student loan debt in three years. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like this was an easily attainable journey to financial freedom because it wasn't. We gave up a lot of things to make this dream a reality, lots of missed dinners out with friends, lots of buying things on sale or not buying them at all. But do I regret any of that? Not one bit. We would invite friends over instead or hang out at free things and half of the things I've bought over the last five years I've gotten rid of. I personally love the idea of being debt free, but if you knew Haley six years ago, you'd laugh at my spending habits. I was the person who felt that I needed Starbucks or a drink from Sonic every time I left my house, and I still struggle with the idea that I don't. I spent money on clothes all the time thanks to my days in retail, I felt like I always needed the latest trends, and I didn't manage my money well. And I say well because I never really overspent, but if I had it, I spent it on whatever I wanted in my early 20s. Before we dive too far into this episode, I wanted to jump in here really quickly. I don't believe that every person should have the same goals as we did. I don't think that paying off a house early is the end-all be-all of financial goals to strive towards. And do I think it's a good idea? Absolutely. Am I happy that we did it? Of course. Having financial freedom has allowed me to pursue this business full-time without the struggle of balancing a full-time job and a full-time side hustle as I make the transition. I'm thankful we're in this position right now, but I also don't want to sit here and act like my way is the best way or the only way. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but in a different capacity. I believe that everyone should be able to define their own success based on their goals in life, and you get to choose what your goals are. Maybe you have no desire to pay off your house before your 15 or 30 year mortgage is up. Maybe you have other goals with your money. Or maybe you have no desire to ever own a home. I know plenty of people who prefer renting over owning. As long as it meets your goals and your plans for your life, that is all that really matters. So now that I've disclaimed that, let's jump into this conversation about paying off our house in five years. So let me give you a little backstory and timeline. In early 2015, Steven started looking for a house. We were dating, so I wasn't looking with him. Then in May of 2015, we got engaged and I got in on the excitement of finding that house for us. So July 2015, we made an offer on a house that was denied. 
And a few weeks later, they did come back and accept it and told us it was our house. (laughs) And that's the house we live in now. So we moved in August of 2015 with the intention of starting this journey to being debt-free. At that time, I was still paying my student loans, and I would for about two more years. We were making the minimum payment on our house and had not really been putting forth the effort into paying it off. I knew that the second my student loan bills were paid off, we would move that money over to paying off the house. So in 2017, we started the process of paying extra until we would pay it off in full in August of 2020. And that's right, we actually made our final payment in the middle of a global pandemic. We have not paid a house payment in 11 months. I actually made an Instagram post about it a while back when we did pay it off, which I'll link to in the show notes. And I debunk three common misconceptions that people believe when it comes to paying off a mortgage. So let's review those really quickly. Myth number one is that you have to be rich to pay off your house. You don't. You just have to set a realistic goal, set a realistic budget or plan, and purchase a home within that budget. Myth number two is that you can't live a fun life if you're just paying off debt. Again, budgeting and understanding your spending is everything. Determine what's important to you and what your priorities are. For us, vacations and paying off debt were our priority and part of our 10-year plan when we got married. We made sure we always budgeted for a vacation or two every year while still hitting our house payment goals. The third myth is I can only pay a little extra, which won't make a difference. I highly encourage you to look at an amortization chart and plug in your numbers. Make a copy, then plug in how much you can afford to pay extra on the principal. The amount you save in the long run is actually really impressive. Now, after making that post on Instagram, I had dozens of questions in my DMs about how we did it, kind of invasive questions about our income, what our house costs, and honestly, it was a little bit discouraging and full of hate. (laughs) So I thought, what better platform to address these questions than this podcast? So I do want to highlight a few really important steps if you're wanting to pay your house off early. Number one is get on the same page as your partner. This is one of the hardest steps because if you're not on that same page with your goals, you're going to struggle to meet them. While I was on board with the idea of becoming debt-free, my habits have not always matched and still I struggle with them. Steven and I have never really had a budget that said, you can spend X dollars on this or X dollars on that. Our idea of budgeting was spend as little as possible on everything. We live well below our means, our bills have always been less than our income, and whatever we had to pay, we tried to find the best deal on. So when I'd come home with new clothes or buy something that I knew I shouldn't have, that action did not align with the goals that we'd set for ourselves. The second step is to purchase a home you can afford. I think this is a big concern most people have when paying off a house. Did they buy a home outside of their budget? When we were looking for a home, Stephen had already been approved for a loan based on his income. And let me just go ahead and say, like, we were brand new to the working world. Like, when we got engaged, I had barely been full-time for a year. <laughs> when So when we were doing that, we were happy with the market and the houses that fell within our price range. So we didn't want to add me or my income to that pre-approved mortgage. Now, I love our home. It is a standard starter home built in the 90s in an old neighborhood, and it's not lavish, 
but that's what we wanted and that's what was in our price range. Now, when I shared our post, I had a number of questions asking about how much our home costs. Honestly, the post went like semi-micro viral for at least for my account. So I had tons of strangers reaching out from all over the country and they were all asking really important questions, but some of them hit me a little different than others. So like one major question was about how we live in Tennessee and property is cheaper than bigger states like California or bigger cities. And yes, that is true. I do want to highlight that it is important to choose where you live, the home you are purchasing based on what you can afford. If you're living in these bigger cities, you may be making a bigger income than we were. And if you're not, I think it's really important to focus on what you can afford in that space. And if that means renting for now, then that means renting. So I don't want to go off on a tangent of like property value in different states or cities. Um, But I do want to highlight that there are expensive houses everywhere and we could have purchased outside of our budget. I think it's just really important that you do stay within that budget and what you can afford. And when you're approved for a loan, ask the questions that help you understand what you will be paying out monthly. If you can find a way to keep it under your budget, this will allow for you to pay off more each month, allowing you to pay off your house early. Speaking of asking questions, this is my third step. Ask questions to your lender to better understand what you're getting into. Make it a priority to know all of the details of what you're paying, how much interest, if there's a prepayment penalty, etc. So let's dive into each question you should ask and why. Question A is to ask your lender for an amortization chart or just get one offline. Basically, this is a plug and play spreadsheet that allows you to see just how much interest you're paying for your home over the life of your mortgage. I recommend creating one of these based on the terms of your mortgage, then duplicating it to see what the difference would be if you paid X amount more per month. For the first year and a half, we didn't pay any extra because I was working on paying down my student loans. Then we began paying an additional $500 on principal per month. Then a year later, we began paying an additional $800 on principal per month. When we'd save enough or got our tax return back, we'd put down a large sum of money. Beginning in 2019, we started paying $1,600 extra on the principal per month. And I know that sounds like a lot of money. It is a lot of money to be paying extra and not everyone has that extra money. But what I will say is to look at what you're spending your money on. And I talk a lot about this in the episode where I share how I paid off my student loans. And I'll link to that episode in the show notes. But focusing on where your money is going and not blowing it, because a lot of us have this tendency, I especially have a tendency of not thinking about what I'm spending money on and just swiping a card and swiping it and worrying about where the money is coming from later. So I do think it's really important to look at your finances, look at where you're spending money and see where you can reallocate some of that if you're looking to pay off debt early. Now back to the amortization chart. My favorite thing about this chart is that it allows you to see just how much interest you're saving if you pay off early. So our mortgage was a a 30 year loan. By paying off early, we were able to save $80,317 just in interest. That amount could be invested into a second property. Okay, question B that you need to ask is, 
about if your mortgage has a prepayment penalty. This is something you can work with if you already own a home, but you want to pay it off early, but it is not something that you want to be shocked by when you go to pay off your home early. We did not have a prepayment penalty, but if you do, you'll have to pay that penalty for paying it off early. And the third question that you'll want to ask is about down payments. What's required, how much you can afford, Thankfully, my husband had picked up a secondary job for a few years while we were looking for houses and even before we were dating. So rather than getting a paycheck, he was given an apartment to live in. This allowed for him to save up money for a down payment. Honestly, if I were buying a house at the time that we did, I would not have been prepared for a down payment on my own. He he was though, so I have to give him all the credit there. While he was still young and didn't have credit yet, He was still able to pay down 20% as a down payment and was approved for a conventional loan based on credit references and that down payment. By having the 20% down payment, we were also able to avoid PMI fees, which are private mortgage insurance fees. Those are the three questions that you need to be asking your lender prior to moving forward with buying a house or questioning it now if you're looking to pay it off early. Now, the fourth thing I want to highlight is that when you're paying off your home early, you are investing into your assets. I think this is important because when we do decide to buy a new home or to build a new home or whatever the next steps in our journey look like, we have options for our current home. We could make an income off of it through rentals. We could sell it on the market when it's high and make a profit, or we can just stay here, enjoy the home we love and travel. As we approach a full year of not having a house payment, We've been able to invest in travel, build up our savings, and dream about the next steps in our financial journey. Right now, our opportunities are wide open. Obviously, they're not endless, and making big financial decisions is still tough because the unknown is always there. For me, I think the biggest shift in what has happened over the last year was that I officially took my business full-time. I'd been a side hustling entrepreneur for nearly 10 years, since college at least, and I was growing a brand, but opportunities were presented last year that kind of guided me away from my full-time role. And I truly believe that having the weight of a house payment gone encouraged that decision on my part. I remember getting a call in July of 2020 where my 40 hour a week role was no longer secure. I was being cut down to 20 hours a week because of the pandemic And I had to find a way to make up that income to keep bringing in what we were used to living on. It's ironic because our goal was to pay the final payment on our house at the beginning of August, 2020. It wasn't a typical monthly payment. It was a big chunk of change, (laughs) but that was what the goal was. Five years after buying our house, pretty much to the date, we wanted to pay it off. That payoff date was just two weeks after getting that call that I'd be losing the majority of my full-time income. We went ahead with the payoff because we had set aside the money and we knew we'd adjust and budget if we couldn't find the work to replace that income, but now we no longer had a house payment. With the weight of the house payment gone and the fact that we now owned officially the house that we live in meant I didn't necessarily have to replace that income immediately. So I started exploring what I could book as a business. And thankfully, before the final house payment ever left our accounts, I'd booked the clients I needed to replace that income. For me, the stars aligned. 
that allowed us to have financial freedom, allowed me to take my business full time, build a flexible business of my own, and not have to worry about the finances when a pandemic caused me to lose half of my income. Now, there is so much more I would love to cover on this topic of how financial freedom has allowed me to explore my creativity. So I'll be sharing more about that in an upcoming episode. Until then, I'd love to know your questions about this topic, whether it's mindset related or maybe you just need to know why or you want to share your own journey. I would love to hear from you. Head over to Instagram and find me at Haley Gaffin, H-A-Y-L-E-E-G-A-F-F-I-N and shoot me a DM. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, Clocking Out. Oh, 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 oh,